0: to storm the castle with your favorite brothers my name is hostoy this is my brother brandon
1: hey everyone how are you doing yeah
0: and we are here and talking about disney movies and today we'll be talking about a fantastic disney movie called peter pan uh peter pan definitely a favorite of mine uh, growing up i feel like you i feel like you loved it a lot brandon when you when you were younger
1: I did love it a lot and the reason why is because there was the movie that came out like 20 I think it was 2003 and it was the live action adaptation of it and it's pretty phenomenal. I was rewatching clips from it after I watched uh the Disney Peter Pan and it gave me so much nostalgia and love for it that I need to rewatch it. Um because I like had it memorized, uh, no joke. Um, I remember sitting in school, and I would re- like say the um, the script to myself to make the time pass by. Um, and I was rewatching the clips, and I re- reminded myself that this was everything. Uh, very nostalgic. So this was a little nostalgic for me, I'll say. Yeah. Too.
0: Yeah i i um I remember I know the movie you're talking about, and I definitely liked it. Uh, I haven't seen it, in probably almost, you know, 15 years. But when I remembered it, I liked it. Um, but then, uh, yeah, obviously the old school movie I thought was great. I honestly, watching this movie, though, for, like, through, with, you know, because I haven't seen the movie in so long, I'm like, man, I don't get this story. It really, yeah, there's not story, a plot, but, really. No, like, because, okay, well, I guess we're just getting into it. Right off yeah. the bat, yeah. like, they're just but right. but. The uh, narrator is saying, you know, like, uh, this has happened before, and it's not the last time it's going to happen. I was like, what the crap does that mean? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, What's this philosophical stuff happening? I don't even know right away. Yeah.
0: And, you know, it's like Peter Pan, you know, like, apparently, like, the, the mother in this story knows Peter Pan, I guess. And, or like, just the story in general. And then the father um, is a grown-up, so... Kind of nice. one of the big things of this entire movie I and mean, the story in general is, you know, not growing up. And, and grown ups are, you know, a nuisance and annoying. And, uh, you know, they crush your spirit. And then you have the free spirited children. And then the mother is, you know, free spirited as well. But yeah, I literally like, they obviously like have an entire plot that happened before, which is kind of cool that it doesn't start off with the cliche once upon a time. Okay, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, it doesn't happen. We've been here before. <laughs> we know it's going to happen.
1: Well, and I was confused with that. I even wrote it down. I said, oh, in this adaption, um, he's come before and they know him. And but I was thinking that um I was trying to remember because. So this is originally a play by J.M. Barry back in the early 1900s. And then this was made in 1953. And so I was wondering what you know? did they make that? What? Such a long time ago. I know. I know, right? Um, but when it first came out, I'm not sure. I haven't read the players, seen it even. Um, but I don't know if in that world, if Jamberry wrote that they knew Peter Pan before. But I took it that that they heard stories about Peter Pan. But. I don't know. It gets weird because then Wendy starts talking about how she knows him and she left, he left his shadow and she was telling the story to, um, to her brothers and whatnot. So that part I was a little confused on too. So it was very odd.
0: Yeah. The whole, um, I was confused just similar. You're saying because Wendy knew all the stories and, and, uh, clearly like peter peter came but he didn't tell her the story she just knew about it right and then he was a little and he was a little creeper you know just chilling outside the window listening oh, to yeah. it. <laughs>
1: but and but so then like, she made it uh, up uh, or that's what i'm saying yeah, did,
0: did she make yeah, i have up? no idea i literally don't know
1: and that's just one of those know.
0: things where disney's like well that doesn't make sense but you know <laughs> for. i guess it's 1953 yeah
1: and that's actually the last thing i have a problem with in this movie and i will say that right now uh but the okay so kind of saying in the beginning what i thought was hilarious is if you have disney plus uh it says it's rated g and it says that it's rated g and it has tobacco depictions and i thought that was hilarious that's that so funny that that was what they had to warn about in this one. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that scene when we we'll get to, <laughs> that, to
0: that. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, but, you, go ahead. Yeah, because you have you know, one of the major themes that you see throughout the movie is, well, Peter Pan is the embodiment of childhood. But right. it's not... But it's different childhood. It's not innocent. He's a little punk i'm not gonna lie
1: yeah he causes mischief it's a mischievous mis uh mischievous uh childhood not childhood but like behavior and it's odd and i think it gets very carried away and i think we're kind of left with wondering like what we're supposed to do because I, i think looking at it now uh having not seen the movie in a very long time i I'm very much thinking like, yeah, Peter, you're just kind of a jerk, actually. And it kind of happens a lot where even in Little Mermaid, where uh, she, you know, she's 16. And when you're watching it, you think back then you're kind of like, oh, yeah, you should make your own decisions. But now that I'm older, it's like, yeah, you're 16. You should be listening to your father. And yeah. not be worried about boys. And then the same thing here when I watched it with Peter Pan, where I think of it when I was younger, I was super excited and loved that he was kind of sticking it to society or the authority. Uh, and um, now it's kind of like, well, I think you're taking a little too far. Yeah. Well,
0: um, when, she, when he called Wendy like, it's a girl. Like, hey, girl. And I was like, "Oh no, you don't say it. You don't yeah. say it like that." And the, right. and my reaction was, yeah. <laughs> well, well, even then, like, even at, well, even I mean, listen, this movie has a lot of controversy, but yeah. even in 1953, you have the way that he talks to Wendy. Is there's a reason why Peter Pan is doing it like that? You know, um, sure. and they're showing like, "Hey, like you're immature and you didn't like you talk." You know, yeah. in contrast to like an adult talking to a woman like that. Yeah. Granted, I mean, who's I mean, their morals back in the day were, you know, a little different. But um, yeah, yeah, but you have him and Tinkerbell. I think you're all her
1: own. she you need to go to therapy or something? she Okay. Has her own problem. Well, so here's the thing. So she's a pixie, right? Well, okay, wait, yeah, let's yeah. do a quick summary and let's get to real quick. So if you haven't seen Peter Pan in a while, uh, and we're talking about the Disney adaption, there is a zillion different adaptions, but in the Disney adaption, we get where we open up on the darling family in London. And there's three children, Wendy, Michael, and John, uh, or with Wendy, John, and Michael, that's the birth order, and they have the parents, and the parents are getting ready for a party, and the kids are there playing, playing Captain Hook, playing pirates, uh, playing with a treasure map and whatnot, and it's there, Just I, don't know, I guess it's a Friday or Saturday night, there is a dog named Nana, who is quite literally their nanny, and does everything, and doesn't get that's enough credit. weird. It was very odd. Well, and it's funny, I think when Jan Barry wrote that, and people watched that that was the point is that it was very outrageous this whole play uh you know stories outrageous and i think that's funny but it is kind of odd um but and then what happens is that the father gets very upset and says hey wendy you need to grow up you are going to grow out of the nursery you are coming it, it's a coming of age almost for wendy now that she's becoming a young i mean i don't not young woman but a She's a girl, I guess. She's, she's 12. probably about 12, 13. She's 12. Yeah. She's 12. So she's moving she's up to where she probably shouldn't be sharing. She shouldn't be sharing her with her brothers anymore um, now that she's, yeah, growing up. And so then the parents leave and somehow Peter Pan, who is this boy from Neverland, has left his shadow at the Darling House. And Wendy has been saving it for him for when he comes back. And then he does come back and um and tinker bell is peter pan's sidekick thing and she's a pixie and so that's kind of where we're at and she gets very very jealous of wendy when they're there uh f- and the reason why I remember readings, I think because she's so small, she only has room for one emotion. And I think that's where that's where it is. Like she can't rationally think because she's so small, like in the lore that she can only be angry, sad, jealous, uh, remorseful at, at one time, I think. And I think that's why I kind of felt for her a little bit more. But we'll talk about her more later with the decisions that she makes, I think. Like trying to murder Wendy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, that one. And that's the one emotion that she has at one point. But it's anger and care. There's no in between. No. Yeah, no um, one. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: go ahead. Yeah. Peter yeah, Peter's a little punk. Um, the whole Pixie dust is like moment, you know, you just got to believe and fly, but then you also need Pixie dust. Um, that's obviously a very iconic scene, especially the Here We Go because oh. of the old, because as my mind went through the whole Disney Blu-ray sequence, right. you know, because like yep. it's the Jack Sparrow and then Peter Pan, and then they fly, and but instead of having like the, night, they go until they go, go. Uh, yeah. yeah, and they go to England. And I just think it's funny whenever any movies in England, they they always show the
1: same three places: <laughs> so Big Ben, and the, the bridge, the bridge. bridge, yeah. And, and whatever I don't know the moon long. or something water yeah, yeah. exactly
0: I, I don't remember is London
1: that's I maybe mean,
0: yeah yeah but like are they near each other London Bridge and Big Ben I have no idea maybe a, maybe not who knows but yeah it's always Big Ben and yeah. uh so the London like, Bridge. There, are other, there are
1: other there are other monuments other things in London uh, but not 1953. Not around They're still recovering from the war. So right. Well, this <laughs> takes place in nineteen. I think it's like nineteen oh nine or nineteen oh three is when he wrote it. So that's when it takes place. So this is it pre is in, early nineteen hundred one. Very yeah, yeah right exactly. Um. So again, kind of like Aristocats. Well, actually, no. It takes like ten years before Aristocats takes place. And, is. and this is in yeah. England. Yeah. Uh, but what I did like is where he's like, Oh, you can fly. All it takes is faith and trust. And a little bit of dust that was so cringy for me to say for some reason, but you need faith and trust. And I think that's true. I think there's a bigger truth in that where, when you work really hard for a dream, uh, it does take a lot of faith, uh, and trust in whatever yourself or the process the journey to get you to where you want to go but a lot of times it does need a little bit of that dust or a little bit of that magic a little bit of some a luck something else to get you where you're at but i think when you work hard and have more faith and more trust the pixie dust is easier to come by sure. um so cool. that. what you should write a children's novel <laughs> no well i thought about it but not it's hard. It's a it's a cutthroat yeah. world. That that world. Yeah, yeah. but uh, anyways,
0: you know, they go to Neverland. Neverland is very small, to be honest. It's <laughs> yeah. literally an island. An island. Not a big one. Not that big. Yeah, and this is funny. When you watch it again, you're just like, that's it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> when you're younger and you look at it, it's like this is amazing. It's so big. And then you go back and you're like, oh wow. Yeah. That's really anticlimactic. But uh. <laughs> Right. But yeah. But yeah, you know, Captain Hook is introduced and, you know, right right away, they say how Peter Pan cut off his hand and threw it to the uh, alligator, which, to be honest, that's what I meant. And to be honest, if I was like, if I was like, I'd be pissed off if a 14 year old kid (laughs) cut off my hand and threw it to the
1: alligator crocodile. Right, right um well and the one thing that i noticed too hear is when we come into hook is he's at he's a very evil villain like he literally is just evil um and the reason why i think that is not only because he's the villain but he kills a man uh right away and just shoots him while he's doing the um accordion or whatever up on the mast and he shoots him and then he falls into the water and that's and that's that and um, I thought that was very interesting because I think Disney, they I think they do villains very, very well. And I think when you get these older movies, there's a lot of villains that are just straight evil villains. Um, and I think Captain Hook gets that, although I think he, we have a little bit more of human layers, maybe a little bit when we get – um, later in the story, like when he's trying to get Peter avenge his hand, right? That's a big deal that Peter did that. But I think also Hook is a very evil character.
0: Yeah, he is very, very evil. Yeah. Um,
1: and mean, the other thing. Just,
0: oh, go ahead. Yeah. You just misunderstood. I'm kidding. Um, no, I think that uh, Hook's and Pan's relationship same thing where you kind of just have a backstory and you don't have you know they don't explain it. It's not like they meet there for the first time and it happens you know and I think that's something that's really interesting just with this story in general is that there's so much plot that you just don't know about but they just tell you which is kind of nice to be honest with the stories. Um, Like this movie itself doesn't have a lot of dialogue or like it doesn't have a lot of um It has a lot of action.
1: Yes, it does. And that's something
0: that's different from old school movies than the movies we have today for Disney. And I don't know why. I'm assuming the reason why a lot of these movies from back in the day are so much action-packed is probably because they discovered that they could do this (laughs) and they were just going with it, you know? Right, right. Instead of, you know, having now where you have all those cool things where it's a lot more dialogue driven and there's a lot more plot, you know? Right. and I think that that might be a big difference with it.
1: Well, I think as they the stories have evolved and we've gotten better at telling stories with in film and in animated film especially too, we need more than just that. And I think maybe back then, as this was still a new, newer thing ish, uh, that the slapstick the action comedy that was great in the audiences but i think that maybe not so much anymore i'm not sure but um there needs to be a little bit more than just we're just going to run around the pirate ship trying to kill each other i don't know i i think that that might have to something to do with it yeah um, Okay, the, we're basically near the point where I really want to talk. Okay, to well, about well, hold this on, wait. Before, but before that, because that's funny. Hold on, because that's what I have next in my notes. But before that, one thing I will say that I think gave Hook a little bit more of humanity is I found that there is one thing he's scared of. He may be evil, but there's one thing he's scared of, and that is the crocodile. And I found it interesting that I think. Every single person, every single villain is scared of something or someone. Uh, And I was trying to think back in like uh, villains that I know, there is something that they're scared of. Like, and I think of Voldemort, right? An ultimate villain. Well, what is he scared of? He's scared of love. He's scared of death, right? Death being immortal or I'm sorry, being mortal, things like that. Every single villain has something to be scared of. So, there is always something that is more powerful than you, or or greater than you, and I found that quite interesting. In this,
0: well, I think that um, something that I noticed in Peter Pan, in like in all the stories, the idea of like growing up and dying.
1: Because you remember the Robin Williams version, that Hook movie. I've seen it one time, and I know people are gonna riot because they love that movie, and it's been a very long time. And I remember there's a baseball it's really scene.
0: good. Yeah, it's really good. But essentially Peter Pan explains the reason why he like wasn't Neverland, never want to come back is because he was scared of dying. And maybe and so maybe like obviously this, this Peter Pan doesn't flesh it out, this Disney version. But it's kind of the idea of the cycle of life where you you know, you, you live, you grow up, you or, you know, you live your adult life and then you get old and then you die. And it's something that a lot of young people don't really like to think about just because, you know, it's not fun to think about. But sure. every villain, like really bad villain in general, like that, their goal is to live forever. And like, yeah. obviously, the is the biggest one for me that I think about. But really sure. anybody who tries to live forever ends up being like really bad. And it's just that it's really, really weird it's kind of like well like well we want to like do that but, like we wouldn't like it's tempting you know to want like, to like you would want to live forever but at the same time like you would just feel miserable but right peter's perspective you know peter pan like you don't want to grow up and in this movie specifically it's because he just he thinks it's not very deep it's not So he just thinks because he just thinks that grown-ups are you know uh boring and that they are serious that's really like in this movie that's what it is but just the right. you know, Story. it's you know i don't want to grow up because if you grow up you know it's kind of like i don't want to die and right. it's like my, my part like I, I personally have struggled with that for a few years just because it's difficult yeah but, and i think everyone does especially like in their early 20s or mid-20s whenever right. it happens Your what is it what is it called oh, your
1: um, your yeah. bones start aching or yeah, your you're, crisis
0: you're, yeah. yeah yeah you're your your early middle life crisis yeah yeah and like i yeah. don't know it's just something that is you know that something that is very not what's the word i can relate to it really yeah very well and, well,
1: and... it's oh, something that right.
0: i had it's, like, it's something that i've had to work through i'm like you know just with my own spiritual spiritual self and my emotional self yeah i having to deal okay like i have to come to to grips with the fact that i could pass away or i'm going to pass away one day that i'm going to
1: yeah well and the other thing too is i think that um i think peter pan does explore that in other adaptions of it like i know in the 2000 the early 2001 there's a very famous line where peter says to die would would be an awfully big adventure and that is a huge thing and i think about it and i think about this now now that you're saying that i wonder if jam Barry writes those kind of themes on purpose because um for those of you who don't know uh that jam Barry is the author he's a scottish author playwright back in the early 1900s and he writes the story peter pan um because he really he he had a couple of flops and he was trying to kind of gain his name back for himself but this is very new and different that he was putting a sh- or writing a show like this and he meets this family the llewellyn davies family and there's five boys and the um father's passed away and the mother um is sick and they befriend each other and so long story short they befriend each other the mom ends up passing away and then um Jamberry and the grandmother of the boys adopt the boys and he like, he raises them. And the three of the boys names, uh, Peter included, um, are the inspiration for characters in this play and so I think maybe that's Jane Barry might be trying to convey or explore that um, that theme where maybe you know you want to live forever you think you want to live forever but you can't and of, and also Peter Pan was also inspired by his brother who died when he was 12 too um, but and again there's the death thing right of like growing up, facing death and realizing that hey death actually isn't a bad thing you actually need to do it to complete this journey in this life and it's everyone before you it has happened to them um but we think but we don't want it i don't know like i i, I don't know i think it he, he's just playing with it. i don't know if he's necessarily giving us a message um you know so i don't know it's 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 a weird thing yeah
0: it's uh it's really just the human condition you know and it's something that you we've talked about before just yeah and it's the it's the um what's the, how do you say it you say like it's like dying is something that everyone fears but everyone goes through right and and it's kind of it's beautiful in a way because you yeah. know time on your earth is numbered so you can only you have a timeline of what you want to do right. in this world and it's kind of like, what are you gonna do with it? Like, yep. time itself is neutral. It's neither. Time itself is neither, you know, dumb, constructive or destructive. You know, mm. it's what it's what you make with it.
1: And yes, I took that from my Luther King Jr. <laughs> well, and C.S. Lewis says too that no matter what you do or what you do with it, time always goes sixty seconds a minute, or you know, something like that. Like it's always sixty minutes an hour. Every single time, like, you know, something like that, that's a total, you know, paraphrase, but no matter what time, yeah, time is neutral and it's, it will, it keeps ticking with or without you, um, you know, yeah, exactly. And
0: whether you like it or not, time goes, does go by fast or it just goes by in general, but it goes by yeah. very fast, especially as you get older. Next thing you know, you know, like, even like for us, like our younger brothers already turning 13 this year and mm-hmm. i mean so we're turning 26 uh, i'm turning 24 <laughs> well, yeah. i could like, i put two numbers in that that were completely off 24 <laughs> 21 24, i'm 24, not turning at all no <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not and we won't talk about chacho turning 30 <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but it's awesome. time is ticking i mean it is ticking it is going and I, and I and I still feel like my life still hasn't even started yet, in a in a weird way. But also I look back on my life and I think of everything that I've done and everyone I've encountered. And yes, there's still things I want to do. But if I would die tomorrow, I think that one part of me would be very disappointed, and very sad. But another part of me could look back and say, OK, with the time that I did in my life, I'm happy that I was able to do with what I was able to do because i was able to experience a lot and do a lot and see a lot and i had a very loving family and was able to give love and receive love um unconditionally to the people i was closest with um i don't know you know i think that that's something that i've come to grips with for sure and i don't think i'd want to be like peter pan and live forever and be a young person forever because that's I think life gets a little better. I think life gets better as you get older. I think I'm better now than when I was Peter Pan's age. So I wouldn't want to stay Absolutely. that age, you know, because he's what 14, 13 maybe yeah, 12? I'd twelve. I say I don't know. Like twelve Yeah, and I would not want to stay that age, not at all. No. Uh, but, well, it's funny because
0: Peter is super selfish. Yes. And all he cares about is being praised. You know. Yeah. When when they go up to see the mermaids, um, first off, those mermaids are little demon children, that's what they are.
1: Well, okay. Jealous. But mermaids are like, like that. that in in, in mythology, Book though. They're yeah, folklore. Yeah, they're very mischievous too. Mischievous too. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. But um, but yeah, they're well, they're just
0: jealous of of Wendy, mm-hmm. or Peter, and. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Wendy,
1: don't, don't go with Peter. You deserve a lot better. <laughs> you are yeah, going to find yeah. a better man in London, a nice banker, we well, will give you the all section, the things you want. Remember in the, the second,
0: in the second movie,
1: she has the guy who will fight in the war. Remember? Yeah, I'm excited. I want to do that one because I really like the second one with his with her yeah. daughter, with Wendy's daughter. Yeah, with Jane. Um, my Jane. name's
0: not Wendy. It's Jane.
1: <laughs> That's my terrible British accent. <laughs> Is that in the movie? Is that line in the movie? Yeah, I literally only remember John. that specific line. I think you just say Jane. Jane. No, I mean, hold on. Jane. I think that's your British accent. John, John. 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 Jane. Yeah, I think it's Jane. Jane Austen. Jane Austen. I don't know. You gotta brush up on the RP, I guess. But, um,. What were we going with that? I don't even remember. But yeah, that that You're second
0: one. Yeah. Well, like, even like the even clocks are a huge like, theme throughout the story. Yeah.
1: Because
0: you have Big Ben, and you have the clock with the uh, crocodile, and then you have the you know the, the ticking bomb that's near the end. But it's just like oh, like okay, I wrote down clock question mark time question mark. But yeah. it's like yeah, you only have a certain amount of time to get something done. Right. Um, yeah, Very very deep for. For 1953. Also, okay. I mean, it's very different okay than so
1: let's today. talk um, about this. Hold on. Wait, wait. Let's hold on. Let's. Okay. So let's do a quick summary. So they get to the island. Um, So they get to the island, Captain Hook sees Peter Pan and Wendy and the boys coming, they shoot at them, and then Peter Pan tells Tinkerbell to take Wendy and the boys, Tinkerbell tries to lose them, she goes to the Lost Boys, who are basically these boys that are on the island that... I assume come from England, come from somewhere, and that are living with Peter, they don't grow up. And Tinkerbell tells him to shoot down Wendy because it was on Peter's orders. Obviously, it wasn't. And they do kind of like quote unquote shoot her down, but they don't kill her. Homicide and then later. What? The homicide is a great thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. And this is where Tinkerbell, I think, is kinda is pretty evil here. Um, because she's trying literally says to shoot down Wendy to kill her. And um, so then Peter comes and he banishes Tinkerbell because she lied about that. He said that. And then this is when it gets super problematic. And essentially we get a whole plot point in the movie with over racism. And it's so apparent and is actually sickening to me to the point where I lost interest in this adaption of this film after seeing this um and i don't think that's just my 2020 eyes seeing it i just think as a whole it made me very disgusted and sick and very sad that this was even this adaption was even made i think that i would be very fine of never seeing it again being how i am and just seeing it now it made me very sad yeah Yeah, i
0: actually I think I used so basically my last semester of undergrad, I did the Native American history uh, yeah. class and literally every single class after it I just felt like utter crap and out and like I didn't like because like it's funny because our ancestry, half of us were again <laughs> yes, right yeah. getting murdered by the other and <laughs> the other side of my ancestry. Um but you just have a lot of really bad media in the 20th century. My main paper in that class was reviewing media in the 20th and 21st century yeah. for Native Americans and where they you know rock like a lot of Western movies most of them back in the day like John Wynn movies the Native Americans were the bad people and mm-hmm. um, and there, and then you know you had the red Indians that's literally what they were that they were the uncultured, Savage would be all yeah. these terrible things, and beyond like here in the movie they just toss it like it's regular language. And even Wendy was talking to Peter and John, and we we're like, "Do you want to be a savage?" And I was like, "Excuse
1: me." Yeah, and she even says she goes, "They're oh, don't worry, they're not intelligent. They literally say that." Yeah, they're not. And I was like, "Oh my gosh,
0: like how dare you say that about them?" And the whole like, "What makes the red man red?"
1: Just dude, yeah. Really. It it was so frustrating and I was thinking, I know it's 1953 and I mean, we know people that were alive during then. Right. And it's just that this was okay. This out of all the people that worked on this movie, the culture, the people that saw it, this was fine. This was good. You know, literally the, uh, the Indian, the native American people, in, in so there's like a group of Native Americans or Indians. I'm not I, I don't even know what to call them, honestly, here, but the, they can call them Indians Native, on this right island Native. depicting. Yeah. yeah, depicting Native Americans here in America and the it, like their skin is red. Uh, they're they're like it's very stereotyped, I guess, if, if that's the right word. It's very much, you know, the even the shape of their faces is very ugly and uh, hyperbolized, and just it, it's just disgusting, absolutely disgusting. As if they, if this was all, you know, Native American people are to uh, to to people. It just, I, I just ca- I can't understand that, and I can't fathom that that was okay, and and
0: it's turn off, and sure. it was. What? I mean, Jim Crow stole a thing.
1: Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, 1953. Years. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah. And um,
0: But here's the thing, like, this is a kid's movie and they clearly don't care about throwing stuff like that in there.
1: Right. No. Didn't have a problem with it at all. No. It was okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's just
0: like, man, um, It happened. You know, but even like, it's funny, like, even, I made a point in my paper, even with Pocahontas, which we'll get to that whenever we get to that.
1: That's another problematic one, and that was in the 90s. Because,
0: like, well, the the funny thing, like, they have a song called Savages in the movie, in Pocahontas, and it's, like, trying to do the reverse aspect where they're both calling each other savages. And it's, like, how about we stop using that word, for one, (laughs) and then what would we and then how about we like just like stop that's why i like the new disney like moana and right. you know Oko, there, like they just did a better job at it um yes you know it just, it just was better but you know you're right um
1: yeah, th- yeah it
0: was just so bad it was so bad and like you know we had to talk about it just because you know it was part of the movie yeah and there's no way we yeah, couldn't talk and like about they, it. And then, oh yeah absolutely not. we could not, um, not, not talk about it yeah and, and you know what, like, we're just be happy. We can be thankful that we progress as a society That we see yeah. how that's okay. Yeah. Um, still so a long ways to go, So, Washington Redskins, I'm looking at you.
1: Yeah, well, well, well that's what I thought of them. They talk about the Redskins. I'm like, excuse me, we still have football teams in schools with this. And if you have a problem with people like, oh, we shouldn't change it like this, like, no, th- that's not right. It is not right to be calling, to be saying that um, because it's obviously uses a racial slur. It's against Native American people, and it, it, it' not in a good. It's just not not in a good way. It's so, it was so frustrating. It's very sickening and sad to see this, that they that they, that this was okay, and that um you know that this is in this movie. And yes, Jamberry does use Indian people in the original. Um in the original uh, like play, but I i don't know how it is. And that's what I was confused on is why I don't believe, you know, tiger lilies in this, she's in the original play. I don't know why, like I'm saying that I don't think they spend this much time in the play with the the Indian people on the Island. So I don't understand why Disney decided to spend so much time focusing on the Indian people in this, where they go to the camp and then they have this—I um, don't know what the right word for it is, fe- like celebration or something—and they sing the song "Why the Red Man is Red," and it's—it's um, it's, it's gross. It's what makes the red man red. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, just, huh. yeah, and you know, it just—it sucks. Well, even when I went to South Dakota in the summer, yeah, I, it's so beautiful out there. It's so beautiful. And yeah. it's like, man, this sucks because we made literally the nation literally massacred all these people and threw them in here. And, you know, didn't give them really any human rights until the 80s. <laughs> so it's kind and of like, we're uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah, and we're like,
1: Maybe yeah, some uh, human and rights.
0: What's really annoying too is those people are like, you're, like, and this is just me, I guess my own personal, feeling or opinion is just when people are like, you're just like you're being, you know, a snowflake or you're being, you know, so-and-so, yeah. like, so-and-so and whatnot. And I'm just like, mm, shut up. Like, like yeah. I can't argue with that kind of people, you know? No. It's, like, yeah. it's
1: actually, yeah, it's not being a snowflake. It's, it's calling out evil. I say it's evil. It's calling out evil. It's calling out um, what what should never have even been made um it's calling out racism it's calling out bigotry and stereotypes that are negative and bad and yeah it's it's frustrating so for me after watching that i was kind of like mm, uh i'm kind of done with this adaption it's not it's not I, worth I, it i didn't i i went, to, I went to, yeah the 2003 version is much better but it is, is, and I don't, don't know rem- how they did it that I, I don't remember and now it makes me worried to watch it um, because well, well this was a mistake so like with the Aristocats remember how there was the cats and they had them very stereotyped racially and you know I could get over I think we talked about like you know I, I got over it quick right okay I get it it was made in the 60s fine you know but like for this one there was something that was just different for me um, that it really really turned me off um. So, yeah, that's yeah. That. Yeah. that. That's part of the movie. We'll
0: we'll talk about nicer things now because
1: yeah. Well, oh, well, so, can I say something what? though else too? So I noticed oh. that. Okay, so like after this, um, things start kind of going haywire on the island, and I thought of that. Like the island is actually kind of evil. We have the mermaids. We have Captain Hook. Um bad things are happening to them and i think of um where when so like wendy and her brothers have come into this world that wendy has told them about and i thought of like okay l- i let's take the world of hunger games right we love hunger games we read it right it's a huge fandom with hunger games but would we ever actually really want to be living in that world or or narnia right to where i like for i would love to go to narnia but i think of like in the language in the wardrobe do i really want to be there at that time with the evil stuff that's happening or do you want to watch it from afar i thought that was interesting where um where even wendy she wants to go home there's a lot of things happening so i just found that kind of interesting um so it doesn't mean we
0: do that we do that too though like i mean how many times have we been like i I would love to live in the 60s or like i probably wouldn't have wanted to live in the 60s because i wouldn't want to enjoy you know all the evil that was happening at that time yeah, so we, it's we, it's a, we, we do it too. We do it
1: all the time. Yeah. yeah, or like for me, I like I would love to be in the tw- live in the twenties. Um, yeah. I would have loved to live in twenties more for the fashion and stuff. But you know, I think about it, I would have loved to in twenties if I would have been fully white and not just mixed. You know, um, yeah, because that would have been even worse. I mean, they would be terrible, right? But if I was a white man, fully white man, hundred percent white man, then well and a wealthy white man then i'd be fine right um yep. so yeah that's a good point um but but and i think too it doesn't mean that our like so our current where we're currently living doesn't mean there's not bad things happening but that doesn't but because there are bad things happening it's just that in other places that you fantasize about whether that's real or fake they also have problems too they have problems too and actually it could be worse than what you think too mm-hmm. especially if you historical Okay. um so yeah so then okay so then um What uh tinkerbuck gets captured by captain hook and she gives out their hideout captain hook gives them this present and the present has a ticking time bomb in it and they steal or kidnap wendy and the other boys um and then the ticking time bomb goes off and literally shakes the whole island
0: you know something starts we can go back to um when they the try term. to take over when when they try to take them and they to take them you have Wendy talking about mother and them all right. her mother is the most wonderful person in the world that was like <laughs> that I don't know I don't know if you got your heart got you know cholied a little bit but okay, for I, me I, I, like I, I, what I said yeah it did for me too yeah. And it was like oh mom and um i for some reason i thought about we like, can remember that we i don't know if you were there but it was when i when i had my surgery and i was recovering from it um and i like like basically you know you have like the levels of pain that you can go to yeah. you know from 10 to 1 and like i that was the day when i was like almost i think i always said i was at a ten, and i was basically, and i was like basically crying because of the pain yeah and uh uh, and like I didn't like I literally just wanted mom. I didn't want anybody else. I'm like this is me at you know 15 years old, sure, yeah. Years old. and I, I was like I just want my mom. And yeah. that was something. I was like oh yeah, that reminded me of that that moment because I think that, that's that's yeah. the moment where I got, was at my physical, like probably the most physical pain in my life. Um, and I completely was well, yeah. what did like? I just want my mom to hold my hand, you know? Yeah. Um, something that I don't think, like. if some spiritual or you know something that's just above you know yeah um, that's thing about a mom being there for you and your pain is just different.
1: yeah no and no, yeah and it's true and i know talking with our mom she's told me too that as a mother you know you carry a child inside of you for nine months and you know the connection that you make with a child she goes you know your father men love can you know do love their children unconditionally more than themselves but with a mother it's different because you create inside of you you know you form a child inside of you and you're with them for so long and when you know when you deliver that child that the the connection and the protection that you feel and the love that you feel is just, she can't even explain it as she's told me. And so I'm not a woman, so I don't know, but I would imagine that that makes sense though. Um, yeah. that it, it can be different and it is different. And then, and if you have the privilege, if you had the privilege of growing up with a mother who loves you unconditionally, um, you know, then I think like, you could relate, like, uh, especially in the scene. What? Yeah. Like us. Yeah, like us. Yeah, sorry, they're making a joke. No, um, that's true. No, yeah, like that. Yeah, no, and 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 we do get that. We're right before you know, like a kidnap where they say, "What is a mother?" and and when he explains what a mother is, and they all kind of long for that. And I think they realize that yeah, it'd be cool maybe to not have parents, right, to just be by yourself. But actually, no, it's better to be with parents in your own home. And uh, yeah, that's what we get here. Yeah. yeah and then
0: yeah like he said uh, you have the explosion then the huge fight at the end and then P- and peter kind of goes up a little bit because he, he's like you know like he's fighting with captain hook and yeah. they basically have a promise or a duel saying like hey, I, I won't fly because apparently that's
1: been the advantage point for peter <laughs> yeah, obviously. right which would be like yeah i'm just gonna leave then i'm not gonna fight yeah,
0: yeah. And, he, and, and then and then one is like you need to fly and he's like no i i, I gave him my word and I was right. like, no,
1: that's not how war
0: works. <laughs> They're all going to die. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like, no, please. i like, now nah, you care about your name. Yeah, right. Your honor, your honor right? He's like, no, yeah. I'm not going to do it. I said I wouldn't fly. And I was like, shut oh, up, dude. Are you your friends were like, I'm going to die if you don't get out. Don't so, that near life experience for him really changed him. Right. Yeah. And then um, he knocked captain hook out and then they have this huge crocodile chase um kind of like and that's and that's the last we see of captain hook and the rest of the pirates is they're going off into the horizon with the crocodile um chasing them and cool. going after captain hook and then they go home uh, on the on the the jolly roger i think that's what it's called the jolly roger they go home on the jolly roger the yeah. the ship back to take there. wendy and the boys home and then the dad um, the dad
0: remembers the shit from when he was a kid which did not make sense it it literally just confused me okay
1: Okay. well I think the idea here is that like he remembered when he was a kid and imagined things and had an imagination um, like his kids have that's how I do it and the reason why is okay so um in the so there's I talked about this story by JM Barry. There is a book called Like The Man Who Who Invented Peter Pan or something like that. And then there was the movie Finding Neverland. And then that was adapted into a Broadway show. And in the Broadway show, there's a song where all the people working in the theater are at a bar and they're remembering when they were little and they were all talking about their, their individual experiences of um, what they used to pretend when they were little. Like I remembered I was a sword. I pretended that I was Jack in the beanstalk. I pretended that I was a pirate yada yada. And I think that that's what sort it of reminded me of like, Oh, everyone correlate like the dad's like, Oh, I think I saw that ship when I was younger, That same idea where, it's like well maybe not that exact same shit But the, that idea that nostalgia of, Oh wait I remember when I was little And I used to imagine I used to see things too I could be totally wrong That is where my brain went though You know maybe it is Kind of just a, a loophole Which again compared to the other stuff I'm alright with it I'd rather take that Yeah right <laughs> So and then Wendy's gonna move in, Out of the nursery still And they're yeah. a big happy family
0: Exactly. And that's Peter Pan, the 1953 version. Still with controversy. A good movie. Well, I showed it to
1: my kids only for a history lesson. Well, and the, okay. Well, so speaking of that, I was doing some research and I saw that they announced the cat. So Disney is in planning a production of the live action adaption of Peter Pan, um, which Peter like, Pan's actually. Well, yeah. Um, and Peter Pan actually is. I believe I could be wrong, but I believe it's the most adapted spinoff story that we have where there's lots of adaptions, there's lots of movies inside the world, prequels, kid shows based off of it, based off Neverland um more than any other story and so i thought of yeah like we are going to get another adaption i think it's going to do well because people do love this story i think there's a lot more to it um and i think there are better adaptions if you want to watch peter pan i from what i remember the 2001 is very very good very it captures the spirit of it um and i think this one doesn't so yeah yeah. you're right i think that and this one is the most popular though which is hilarious. Yeah, and, and the live action one, the new one that I saw, I believe that the person playing Peter is of Indian descent, which makes me excited to see that. Um, to, to see to someone. someone. Yeah, I can't wait for the
0: the 2020 version of that. Then.
1: What? Makes what makes
0: the Native American? What makes? Oh, I can't wait for the 2020 version. Of, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Of of what makes the red man red? It's gonna be like what makes the uh, First Nations people underappreciated. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. Usually. I'm curious what they're going to do with that. Um, or just really respect it. It's like with the Mulan too, with the live action Mulan is they changed a lot and people were really upset about it. But it's from the research I saw, it said, well, no, actually, it it, it added to negative stereotypes to the Chinese culture and Chinese people. Um, And it wasn't respectful enough and and the new one is adding a lot more of the Chinese lore. And I really want to see that um, because that's not something I see, I guess, all all the time. And I really would like to be respectful and like know legit, like, okay, what is Chinese folklore? What is their legends their myths? Put it in this for me, please. Um, And hopefully they'll do that too with the Peter Pan adaption again. Yeah who knows i could be wrong <laughs> yeah okay. i don't think you right. would be making the whole thing up yeah right so but yeah and that's peter pan everyone Yeah, um, Bum- yeah i don't know i'm just bummed about this one literally it just i it's love okay. peter pan though i was obsessed with peter pan growing up um and i even had a peter pan action figure the yeah i remember that of this, of this guy okay. yeah did you get it from Disney World? I Not Disney World. I think the Disney Store. Uh, I wonder if I could find it on Amazon. But I don't know if I want this one. But um, but I love, love, love Peter Pan. Uh, and the story, just not this adaption now. So I'm going to stick with my early 2001. And uh, the soundtrack is very, very good. The song flying yep. from it stirs the soul. Um, you feel very magical listening to it. So cool. um, cool. Well, that was episode five, I think, right? Five or six, to be honest. I'm not really sure. Something like that. Yeah. So cool. Well, thanks everyone for listening and for, um, you know following our Instagram page that's that's what I was going to say um, we have an Instagram page called it's wow Instagram page instagram page uh called storm.thecastle uh you can follow put it in the description box um and uh, you can follow me on Instagram uh, and the socials at call me brandon v and you can follow Josue on his socials at classy hispanic, and you can check out, of course, all the other episodes as well. Um, I was going to say too, the um, th- where we're at on on um, platforms. So we're on Anchor. Uh, which is what we use to record and you can if you have the anchor app you can uh, listen off of there but we also are on spotify breaker google podcasts and radio public i don't believe we're on apple podcasts yet um but joseph and i are going to try to figure that out so, yeah, we've got lots of cool stuff going. And, uh, again, thank you so much for listening and for uh, sharing it with your friends and family for real. Please uh, let people know that you're listening. You know, we're listening. You're listening and we're talking about Disney movies. And if there is a Disney movie you wanted to talk about, let us know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the more, more people who, you know, tell me, yeah, I really want to listen. I want to hear this one. I want to hear your opinion on this. We'll most likely do it. <laughs> it's not like a it's not, it's not like we have a, a box that we're like, okay, we, yeah. we're gonna do this one up to this time. It's pretty simple. No, uh, <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you we, could just say, Well, you could just ask us and we probably do
1: it. it. And also, too, we're not doing just the, the animated. I think eventually I, I would like to do original Disney Channel originals like Lack of the Irish um you know some of those in due time in due time time, right but i think we should stick with these classic ones at first uh there's a lot of movies coming in um and i also really want to do high school musical the musical the series one day do like a five-part episode uh on that whole series what no i'm not doing star wars i'm not doing star wars (laughs) uh no because disney just bought star wars that wasn't like a They did it, you know. Yeah. yeah. But we'll see. All right, everyone. Well, have a great um, week. uh, And um, wash your hands. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Yeah, stay safe. Please Uh, wash your hands. Stay away from people. Uh, Stay away from people. (laughs) Do stuff, though, also to help you um, stay safe, stay away from people, stuff that makes you happy. um, Because I think we have some pretty hard days ahead of us. And uh, we're with us? you, and don't lose hope. Uh, it's okay to be scared. Do you remember that, Brandon? you that? Sorry, I'm completely.
0: I know you're about you're being super sentimental, but do you remember the? I know. The, remember the Long Island? They said, um, "Well, it's the one song with Adam Levine. It's like YOLO. It has Kendrick Lamar in it, but it's basically the entire movie or the entire uh, episode. Put, wow, the entire song." Is about how you're supposed to <laughs> protect yourself from the outside world. And that's how I feel like through right. this, these next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. And that's, it's gonna, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's gonna be like that. Um, what's cu- not cool. I think what's good is that I think a lot of people are starting to see the impact and the seriousness of this. Um, and we need more people. I th- For me personally, I think more people need to take it more seriously than they are, um, because it's better if we have, it is better that we overreact and we find out later of like, oh, okay, you know, maybe we overreacted and have to do that. That's the point. That's okay. That's what should happen as opposed to they look back in history and say, wow, they actually didn't do enough. They, they underprepared um, because we we're right. blowing it off. And I think that's where I'm at, where I would rather be safe than sorry, no matter what um because people are dying of this and it and and i like you know and of course you have to find some humor in it right there's i mean i'm constantly seeing memes um and i've even tweeted some funny stuff about it that i think you know just to make light of it but at the end of the day it is serious um and uh it's a serious thing and people are suffering and mourning and their lives are being changed of it and i think we need to keep that in mind too uh that we all need to, we all need, we all need that. And we all realize too, I think that we're how connected we are as a, as a world. Um, and this is affecting us all and we all need to come together and be serious about it and respect people too. That's the thing, respect people what they want and what they think in this time as well, um, in regards of what they're doing. So with it, with taking precautions. So anyways that's than I ever did. probably more patient. thanks no yeah no and read a book watch a movie i sent out query letters and that um i don't know why that always gives me makes me happy when i send out letters pitches out to agents for my book but yeah, i did that today so i'm sure we'll have a lot of that depending on what happens in the next couple of weeks so yeah you might write a book at gotcha. the i was like that's that oh. probably my house right? so i was like we can plant a garden we can. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, I was saying is like I'm like reorganize my bookshelf. Yeah, I was like organize my bookshelf, find clothes to get rid of eventually, clean, clean the carpets.
0: Maybe meet my know.
1: neighbors. Maybe be <laughs> no, no, don't meet your neighbors. Well, that's really Exactly. Yeah. No. So, anyways, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'll uh, really, really love it. And um, yeah, we hope you have a great, uh, great week with what however that man. looks for you wash your hands uh all right we'll see you next time on storm the castle
0: bye